This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. What is up? How you doing, Nerd Fam? It's Ify Wadiway, and you're listening to Nerdificent, and across from me, as always, Eels. Danny Fernandez. How you doing? Ify, I saw you eat, like, a massive hamburger today on oh, yeah. Instagram. It's, it was a 14-pound burger. What? <laughs> yeah, you know, and I really, it was the whole thing. You know how I don't I'm doing my keto jam. I don't how bodies work. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm learning that the hard way. I have had trouble breathing all day. And, you know, I, I look, I get it. You probably burn. You know what? You probably burn calories trying to eat it. Oh my gosh! Well, what was so crazy is because you know, you you always wonder with those cooking shows like, oh, what do you do after it? And they're just like, okay, are you gonna take this? And I was like, well, if you guys are gonna throw away, yes. You know, like I come from that Nigerian heritage. Like I was in Nigeria. They're like, you eat the whole cow. You do. Yeah. You do not leave any of the cow. That's left. for Mexican families the, too. Yeah, so. it was like a whole thing. Like uh, we were getting yelled at, but like she was kind of hustling us. There was a lady who was on the property who was like, you are not going to eat the whole cow. You are going to throw it away. She assumed because we were Americans. But my dad is was like, no, we are going to eat the whole cow. And she was like, I will take these cows. And so I was like, oh. She just hustled us because she just took some of the meat. But all right, I got to respect the hustle. Uh, shout out if she's listening all the way over. I don't think she is. I'm going to assume she is. I don't think she is. Today we have a special guest, though. We do. Oh, my gosh. This is a voice that I've heard for most of my life. And I got to be being in the room with them, you know. Yeah, yeah, I saved it all for the air. I didn't I didn't want to geek out, but now you can't be weirded out because we we have you on tape. We've locked her. <laughs> in. I could still be weirded out. Okay. She can it leave would just at any be moment. on tape. The, the door does have a lock to yeah. it. Um so we This isn't an have, escape room, is it? Yeah. We, I, there's a puzzle you have to figure gosh. out before you get out of here. I think I'm the only one in here who hasn't been in an escape room because I just what? I, yeah, I'm bad at puzzles, so I just know I'm cuz you know every time every one of my friends who go in escape rooms they're, they're there always is that one person who they're like, this guy was so dumb and he was slowing down and the process. And I was like, oh, I don't want to be that. 
I don't want to be that person. Yeah, but if you're good at something, you have value. So it's <laughs> okay. like you want to bring someone that's good at word games, someone's good okay. at math, someone's good at puzzle. Like, because like, oh, I can figure out this math question. I can figure out this geography question. Yeah. Like, people that are good at different things are helpful. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, and even if you're just having a good time and you're yeah, is there a portion where it's like do a Fortnite dance? And yeah. I'll just, I'll, is that I, like, I haven't seen that, but I'll okay. get back to you. We need someone that's buff as hell, like or something. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. If it's like <laughs> to deadlift, unlock a code. <laughs> yeah, you have to deadlift this up. Uh, 350 pounds. This bookshelf. Yeah. Uh, we are talking to a woman of, in my opinion, thousands of voices. I don't know if that's correct, but I'm going to think that it is. According to voice chasers this week, it was 1,100. That, oh, let, see? See? But they, that's only like credited roles. You know, a lot of times we're right. in the booth and they're like, hey, can you do this extra little girl and this over guy over here? Yeah. Roger uh, Craig Smith, who you have worked with. Who I hate. Who you hate, <laughs> uh, canonically hate. Um, he was saying that, yeah, in one show alone, it was he was credited as doing 100 voices in one show. Wow, that's because like he's not good. So <laughs> they'll be like, oh, give the crappy little word. He can say one word or a snort or a gasp. You know, give him the little bit parts that no one will care about. We are going that's to clip the... this and send it to him directly. Uh, we are talking to Tara Strong. Thank you so much Yay. for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. Uh, and today we are covering... Harley Quinn. We are covering the history of Harley Quinn and kind of what she came to be and what she is now. Tara, you voiced Batgirl before you were Harley. What was that kind of like that transition of getting to play essentially a hero? In my opinion, Harley is still a hero, I guess an anti-hero, but what was it like switching from Batgirl Barbara Gordon to Harlene? Well, first of all, it was so cool to be Batgirl. It was like I was pretty new in town, and there were a million people in that casting room, like A-list celebrities, huge voice talent. And I was like, oh, my God. And when I booked it, my agent's like, when you know you still had answering machines, he's like, oh, my God, you're her. You're the girl that's the bat. You're Batgirl. I was like, oh, my God. And then I was in the booth with Mark Hamill on one side and Kevin Conroy on the other, and I was like, holy crap. And there was Adrian Barbeau, and then there was Arlene Sorkin, who is mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful creatures you've ever seen. And her voice is so it's so distinctive and beautiful, and the the character was created for her. Yes. They created Harley for her, and it's modeled after her. She has a similar look, and that voice is unmistakable, and watching her do her bits with Hamill, like, I really was, like, pinching myself every day just to be alongside this greatness. And um, I, I just always loved her and adored her. And then when they went into the Arkham games, they brought me in. There wasn't an audition process. They said they want to take Harley to a new level. And I was terrified because of those. Those are some pretty big yeah. boots to fill. And, you know, people love their actors that create a voice that make that voice famous, which is great. You know, the fans that love us, we're nothing without them. And they get pissed off when we get replaced. So do we. So, you know, <laughs> it's like. You know, I was really scared because she's such a beloved character that, oh my gosh, I hope people love my version because they didn't want me to do an impression. They wanted me to take what I knew of her and then make it my own and blow it out for this video game. And I was really, really nervous at that session. And to sort of tap into her essence, I had her, one of her famous lines on my phone. So like, Anytime before I'd go into a session, I would just be like, you'd think after living with Mr. J all this time, I'd be used to a little pain. Like, that's how I'd get into it every time and then build from that. And by the way, Arlene was so gracious. Mm -hmm. Like, in the press, she said that she had spoken to her husband after she saw me working, like, maybe one of the first times on Batgirl. And she said, if there was anyone ever to take over for me, I'd want it to be Tara. Oh, my gosh. That's I have not been as gracious to people that take my role. 
but she was just a doll and i feel so honored to follow in her footsteps and it's it's one of those roles that like when you're by yourself doing a video game it can be completely so vocally taxing because even Mm -hmm. if you're not doing a thousand death sounds it's just you for four hours nonstop. and so sometimes you're like oh i have to do this video game i know it's gonna be crazy Anytime it's Harley, I get so happy oh, because it's like therapy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I get in there and get to scream at the world. Yeah. And it's so much fun. And now I feel like she's so much a part of me. Like I get really upset when someone else plays Harley. Like I'm like that. I'm Harley. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I just love any any iteration of her. I love and I've done so many. Right. You know, the video games is very specific. Then there was DC Girls and DC mm-hmm. Superhero Girls. And then there's been some shorts that I've done and other entities. Like anywhere she lives, she's a little bit different. Here she's more Harleen. Here she's a little bit older. Here she's a teenager. Here she's whatever. And you make that adjustment in your mind to be her in these different places. And it's always fun. And I do think she's a hero. Because, you know, first of all, you love to hate the bad guy anytime. Mm-hmm. But there's such like a sincerity to her and like a pure love, like no matter what's going on, no matter how abusive the Joker is or no matter what she's facing, she still comes at her like prowess and her abilities and her agility from love, even if she's you know, bashing mm-hmm. someone in the head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she's just pure, powerful love and you have to love her because she does everything so completely. Like there's nothing half ass about Harley. Yeah. Nothing. Which she think, loves 100% and right. she hates 100%. Oh, yeah. She's extremely loyal. That's uh, what yeah. I like. She's extremely loyal. And yeah. I feel that way too about uh, about Poison Ivy. I, oh, I always see Poison Ivy as a hero. <laughs> I'm like, she's trying to save the planet. Nobody's listening. Yeah. Like we're the ones that are destroying the planet and she will kill us if she has to. But um, yeah, I agree. I think that there's such a, a fine line between hero and villain. And I really think it's depending on the perspective. Well, it's like they say, the best villain is one that you can understand. I think the best villain is a hero who goes too far. You know, like, you know, have someone like Eric Killmonger who you're like, I see where you're coming from. Please chill out. Even (laughs) Thanos, I see where you're coming from. Please chill out. You know, like that is the because, you know, that hyper evil is just so done and cliche and everyone does something for a reason. So to do something to rule the world or to end the world is like, well, why are you doing that? Well, when you see a villain with vulnerability, that is like. It's so moving because you always, anytime there's a superhero comic or character, you think, what's their origin story? Yeah. And when there's a villain and you and you see the origin stories or you see what they're going through, it's like, wow. And there's always pieces that you can relate to, even if it's someone like Thanos or Harley or mm-hmm. like some crazy, like, okay, I can relate to that character, even though they can shoot lightning bolts out their eyeballs. There's something that I can relate to in their psyche. Yeah, I, I feel that way because we did an episode on the Punisher and I forgot to mention that he said, you're one bad day away from being me. Which is so true. That's how a lot of the, that's kind of what happened with Harleen, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that there is some, I think she has sympathy for the Joker and then the Batman kind of has sympathy for her and watching this, like watching her chase after him. Oh yeah. There definitely seems to be a level of Batman being like, you're, 
you, you got it. Like, there were, like, a few episodes where you see him, like, <laughs> the Joker doesn't care about you. And she's like, shut up. Here, I'm going to hit you with a big mallet. Did you guys get the digital remaster that just came out? Oh, yeah. You mean with the tiny Funko Pops? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's sitting Isn't there in my so wall so good? Stuff. Yeah. At Comic-Con, they played it on the big screen side by side. And that show holds up anyway. Because oh, yes. it's, like, film noir. It's, mm-hmm. like, beautiful. Oh, yeah. But to watch it recolored, it's, like, holy <sighs> crap. It's so beautiful. Oh, man. Yeah. I got it. I mean, I feel like, you know, we're talking about origin stories. I think this is a good place to jump in on Harley Quinn. Uh, So Harley Quinn, her full name is Dr. Harleen Francis Quinzel. Uh, This is a PhD. And this is, you know, what's dope is she came from the animated series. But she still had that, like, 90s level, uh, like, naming where, like, superhero names, their real name sounds like their nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always bring it up. On the podcast, Black Bolt's real name is Blackagar Boltigan. It's like, it's like, wow, y'all really, y'all really shot for the moon Wait, there. Uh, Edward Enigma. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that's that's the uh, uh-huh. Riddler. It's like, come on, like that's where I'd be like, that's the guy. <laughs> that's that has that's to be the, the guy. Yeah, it just sounds like him. But Harley Quinn's a fictional character uh, appearing in DC Comics was created by Paul Dini and Bruce Timm and first appeared in Batman the Animated Series, which makes her so unique. Uh, you know, which goes to show just the perform, and just the like. You know, I feel like a lot of times people underestimate or underappreciate, except for the fans. They over, uh, over I was going to say overappreciate, but you appreciate just enough voice actors and just how dynamic their performance can be because. Harley Quinn would not exist without the performance. You know, like if if that wasn't a amazing performance in the animated series it could have just been a character that lived and died with the series but instead right. it was so good that and people that's like, because of arlene yeah like had she not given that voice all those crazy little quirks and mm-hmm. highs and lows and things that catch your ear and go whoa what was that yeah. it's not just another chick's voice mm-hmm. it's really she breathed life into this character that you want to hear more from even though it can be high or irritating or yeah. crazy like i gotta hear but it works i want to hear more of that oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so going off of what you were saying about Arlene, um, so she was a former star of the soap opera Days of Our Lives and appeared in a dream sequence on that series in which she wore a jester costume. So like Tara yeah. was saying, it was literally based off Literally of that episode is why they created Harley. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she that appeared in, in an episode titled Joker's Favor in uh, September of 1992. Tara, I wanted to know, because she was just supposed to be kind of like a, a walk-on role, like she was just supposed to kind of be like the sidekick but not really have what she is now. Why do you think that people latched on to her and have stayed latched on to her? Yeah, and I think that reason has changed over time. And I think initially people were so drawn to her because, first of all, the fact that Joker even has a girlfriend is interesting. Like, who would date the Joker? Yes. And the fact that she's so lovable and so loyal and – also, her costumes are always kick-ass. No matter what they put her in, Harley's like, you know it's like the biggest cosplay. Like, especially Comic-Con, but any of them. You know there's just Harley events. Like, I went to, like, a Harley panel, and the whole room was, was Harley. Harley. <laughs> of course, I, I surprised everyone and cosplayed, and it was great. Those oh, pictures man. are awesome. But I think people, like... I, I think they were drawn to her initially because of the total package. It was her drawing. It was her. It was the writing of her. It was the acting. It was how she looked and the dynamic between her and Joker and how she would go to, for Batman. Like, what cute little chick's going to go after Batman? Harley, you know? Like, I think there was so much that went into this perfect storm to create this kick-ass chick. And then over the years, why people love her and how she's sustained is because she's grown with the times. You know, some characters stay very classic, but she's like 
grown. Like people are like, wow, like in some of the games that you see like her becoming her own woman and her own power and kicking ass by herself. And like, I just think it's something people aspire to. They go, oh, wow, she started out as this meek little, you know, wilting flower beside Joker. And now she's you know, doing things by herself and kicking ass all on her own. It's like, wow, people are like Mm -hmm. blown away by her power. And she's so powerful. Like you're just drawn to her and everybody sees something in themselves from her. I'm not saying people are all psychopaths, but (laughs) they, you know, definitely see, well, I've put up with some crap in my life that I shouldn't have and I still love that guy or whatever it is that you go, ah, she's so devoted. And, but also she's so cute and that's a part of it too. Her design is so cute. It is a reason people cosplay her. People don't always cosplay Timmy Turner if they're a chick because that's not hot, really. (laughs) Next costume, sexy Timmy Turner. All right, let's see. Let's see. I'm going to look for that. I'm going to look for that. I did want to say this was an interview uh, from Bruce Tim in Vanity Fair in 2016. He said, we didn't want to give Joker a girlfriend because it humanizes him. We are really trying to stress how bizarre and creepy he could be. Um, and this is from Paul Dini uh, in Complex. I was writing the script for the Batman animated series when I was coming up with an idea for the Joker's gang of henchmen. I thought I'd like to put a female character in there. I was going back and forth in my head about what kind of character she should be. What if she's funny? What if there's a bit of a throwback to the henchmen from Batman in the 60s? What if she gets laughs from the henchmen sometimes when the Joker doesn't? Like that's what I really love about her is that, like you said, she moves honestly from being a follower to a leader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. She went from she appeared in a Suicide Squad in the New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. That was in 2011. The New Fifty Two was when DC came through and kind of just redid uh, yeah. a lot of their lines. And then she ended up in Rebirth, having her own comic, Harley mm-hmm. Quinn comic. And uh, she's also in a uh, Gotham City Sirens, and yeah, and she's, she's like one of the only sustainable. You yes. know, comic heroes that yes. didn't start as a comic. Yes. And, yeah. You know, and now all her comics are huge, and the comic, the bigger book ones are awesome. And I mean, I bought them all. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> read them all yet, but as soon yeah. as I did Killing Joke, I had to buy oh, everything yeah. that was like that, too. You're like, let me get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's so funny about it, too, is uh, Harley is kind of similar in Joker in the sense that Joker was supposed to just be a villain of the week, and somehow he caught oh, yeah. on. And then, you know, same thing for Harley. She was going to be just this character who popped on, and she just was so amazing that you I, I yeah there's there is something I think about her that is just so infectious where you you just love seeing her and I think it is just in a way where I I find that you know Joker like he is funny but he's funny in a creepy way like it's very dark and you don't really trust his laughs where Harley seems like she's having fun you know you're like you know, yeah. you're doing bad she's stuff. She's definitely but you're a good not time. creepy, but she's also a train wreck, which is oh, always yeah. fun to watch. <laughs> you know, like what yes. is that girl gonna do next? What's gonna right? Happen? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tara, I wanted to actually quote you because we have this in here from that Vanity Fair article where you said feminism is about showing women as fully fleshed out human beings, and that's what Harley is. She doesn't make choices that are smart or good for a woman, but she gets to make those choices. Men are allowed to be fuck ups in all kinds of characters, and women aren't. We have to be idolized. She gets to not be. That was a good quote. (laughs) Our producer, Dan, put that in there. He was like, wow, because he pulled a lot of the research. He was like, he texted us uh, yesterday and was like, wow, a lot of these quotes are from Tara. Um, I do want to say, though, that she kind of paved the way for characters that we see now, like Jessica Jones, who, you know, deals with mental illness and she's alcoholic and she like she's allowed to be flawed. But way before she appeared, we had characters like Harley that were kind of groundbreaking of like, 
no, women don't have to be pretty and perfect all mm-hmm. the time. They mm-hmm. can still be super strong, but have but have flaws, which makes them more relatable. Yeah, yeah. I find that I find that you know that that is like the pinnacle to representation because lots of times when people are like insert you know certain race or women here they have to they there's this need to make them always perfect because we're like we don't want to offend them but it's like no we you know the fun stuff usually in media and storytelling is like seeing someone fail and bounce back and go through hard times and you know you don't want to see someone just be perfect well that's boring yeah it's very boring you don't get to do the fun stuff so that that is very true like you know it was especially like I think pre pre Harley pre a lot of stuff you know you usually have the leave it to beaver syndrome where like you know mm-hmm. the wife is the homemaker and she's perfect and she's not going through stuff even though she's taking care of five kids and a dog you know <laughs> you mean she's not in the back she needs a little six. Harley Quinn in her life yeah. yeah. she needs to come and like sister put down the dishes let's go crack some skulls somewhere she's like yes please let that man do the dishes. <laughs> I was going to say, we are going to get into uh, some of Harley's abilities um, as well as the video games uh, right after these messages. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. We're, We're back. back! We're back! We're back! <laughs> 
Terry, you were talking about how strong she is, and I think a lot of times people do forget a lot of Harley's abilities. I mean, uh, Harleen's ability, Harley, Harleen. Um, yeah. I was thinking of her uh, her abilities as a doctor, yeah. even. That she's incredibly smart. I think as goofy as she is, she's inc- she has a PhD. Oh, yeah. Does yeah, anyone else does. in this room have a PhD? <laughs> well, that's what's funny about picking up, like, storied storytelling, is there's so much, so many years of lore that that's, I find the most fun part of like comics where there's one writer who's like, Oh, we never talk about that. Let's touch on that. And I'm, and I am waiting for the Harley comic where she's like cooking up all these different, you know, because like, if you think about it, Joker's always trying to make those like laugh gases. Harley probably is the one who knows how to cook it up the best. Yeah. It's always fun too, as an actor to play her both, both ways. Like if there's flashbacks or things of her from when she was, Harleen, more Harleen. Like, there's a difference in my voice when I'm doing Harleen as opposed to when I'm doing Harley, even within the same game. And it's always so interesting to like bring in the crazy. You know, like she starts out like, okay, what, what, you know, what's bothering you today? And then she's like, holy crap! Like she's like, you know, and vocally I come at it from a different place. I mean, when I'm in the studio, I like imagine in my mind what's happening. I see all the action. So that sort of happens organically where it's a little bit lower, a little more like, human you know and then when it becomes harley it's like game over i know just you know just want to talk a quick sidebar about the talent of voice actors like sometimes when you hear interviews of voice actors like oh i just do an impression of this person uh doing an impression of this person like oh i can't i stopped at the first one i'm not good (laughs) (laughs) and it seems like harley is one of those characters who seems like it is like almost like i don't know the it's an accent, but then taken to the max. I don't know. What would you say? Well, I'd say for starters that it is not and can't be an impression. If you're yeah. just copying what someone did before, you'll Ooh. never capture their essence. And especially someone like Harley, who is so deep and so complicated and conflicted. If you're just trying to sound alike, you're ne- never going to get to that core. And part of what makes her so incredible is you know there's a lot of deep stuff going on yeah. and you can't just say hey I'm going to copy that. Anytime I've been in an animated session where someone's coming in and doing an impression of let's say a Mel Blanc character that's not around anymore I always like it drives me nuts where I can hear the difference between someone that just does a good impression and someone that captures the essence of that character and there's a huge huge difference and not everybody can do both and you can hear it right away and that's one reason some people don't like a version of Bugs Bunny, a version of Harley because you're yeah. like eh, they're not the greatest actor they're just copying Mm -hmm. a voice and whenever someone wants to get into voice acting they say how do you start I said have you ever taken an acting class you have to come at it from an acting standpoint you have to take acting classes scene study uh, improv singing lessons know what your voice can do like you got to have a bag of tricks you can't just go in there and read off a paper or copy something you've heard because it's not going to be authentic yeah so that's like a big big deal and not every voice actor can do impressions even if they have good ears see that's that's me I'm the worst at impressions that's okay you might be a good voice actor I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go inside baseball after you know letting letting our CVA listeners see. I always get those nuggets from you when I get these geniuses in here. So feel free to thank me. <laughs> <laughs> I always like to ask for thanks because you know that's what keeps me going. Okay, thank not, you. But thank l- you for that. You know that's thank you. it's great that you say that. Because I'm just, we're getting back to Harley. Are you trying to transition to I'm Not yet, because I'm still in inside baseball mode. I get so mad when I get VO auditions like, oh, this was a role done by X, so sound like X. And you're like, oh, why am I getting this? (laughs) I don't don't know how to sound like 
that person is do you do is your advice the same just do you or is it well if you if you're supposed to sound exactly if they're trying to do exactly a voice match and you can't and you can't get there if you have a couple days to get there work on it like really work on it and if you can't get there don't go in yeah if you can get there and still bring your own essence into it go for it but there's going to be people in there that get it that are perfect and you don't want to walk in there and they're like oh that guy sounds exactly like bugs and i sound like you know timmy turner no it's not going to work right so you better be pretty close if you're going to go in and try and voice match but still make it your own but not vocally necessarily with your acting Mm -hmm. you know like initially for um the new rocky and bullwinkle show that i'm doing they didn't want a voice match they said, we mm-hmm. wanted to capture the essence of Rocky, but not a voice match. So I was actually pretty terrified because it hasn't been animated since the 60s. And the adult generation or people that have watched it on reruns know what they want to hear. And I'm like, are you guys sure you don't want to do an impression? And then there was um, chemistry reads, which means you go in with the person that's playing Bullwinkle, which was, is Brad Norman. And he's doing exactly Moose. And everyone else in the show is exactly <laughs> Natasha and, yes. you know, Fearless Leader. They are all those people. So I was like, wow, because they want me a little deeper and a little sar- more sarcastic. And so I did that. I booked it. But it still didn't feel exactly right to me. And I swear to God, when June died, it's like she jumped in my body and be like, girl, this is how it's supposed to sound. right?" <laughs> wow. And I begged the director to let me go back and do the first few episodes more like Rocky, which we did. Oh, wow. So you, you, you have to know who you're playing and know everything about that character. If you have to do an impression, watch that stuff over and over and over and get it. Like years ago, I had to do a Rosie Perez impression. And at first, I didn't have it. And I watched White Man Can't Jump a thousand times. <laughs> Like over and over, and first I'm like, you know, sometimes when you win, you actually, and I'm like over and over and over, and then finally I'm like, sometimes when you win, you actually lose, and sometimes when you lose, you actually win, and sometimes when you tie, you actually win or lose, and I'm like, oh, there she is, that's Rosie Perez, like it took me a while to like, get her, you yeah. know, and then I can say anything, you can ask me anything, and I can say it like her, but I didn't just go, oh, I'll try, like I worked on that for days, till it hit the right pocket. All right. Now you know the work. Now you know it. Now that was that was a that was a free masterclass. It really was. Look, only nerdificent dropping nuggets like this. I know. That's why you need to sub to me on Twitch. At least thank me back. (laughs) 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 Let's go into these abilities. So we were talking about her being a doctor, but she does have abilities because she has friends. For example, Poison Ivy, who is toxic by nature. She didn't want to poison Harley with her natural toxin. So Harley Quinn is immune to various, though not all toxin, and heals quickly from minor wounds. See, so she's not just a doctor with a big old mallet. She actually has some. Although that mallet, if we are saying she has tremendous strength because that mallet is like huge. It's massive. Talk about the girl's forearms. I mean, that's like that's superhuman strength. Harley Quinn Superhuman. Superhuman. <laughs> She's a superhero. Yeah, she did enhance go. her strength and natural agility and developed an immunity to Joker's venom and toxic gas. So, uh, And it was mentioned in the Batman animated series and comic books. And she probably is has immunity from other knockout chemicals. There's a lot of fake outs she likes to do where she's like, I'm knocked out. Just kidding. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, you're having a good time. You're having a good time. You need to listen to her a yeah. thousand times. I know. I'm going to listen to this I would this love episode. that, though, if you do listen to to Tara a thousand times, you come back and you have that voice down, we will be- Give it a try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something that I forgot about Harley is that she is a gymnast. She's a trained gymnast, and she was actually before she, when she was studying to be, uh, to get her PhD, she was a gymnast. 
so she can bend in ways She's that we don't even agile. know. She's pretty agile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she makes that pretty apparent. I did want to say also that she has a PhD in criminal um, psychology. She also, I, I want to say as as someone that is a hardcore feminist, I like the fact that she does use her sexuality in certain ways. Um, that's uh, Well, and so- like, you, like you say, over the years it's changed. Yes. She was a lot more submissive in the beginning, but she's mm-hmm. found her power over the years and she's not afraid to use it. Yeah, as she shouldn't be. And I think, th- I think her being sex positive is also important too because I feel like that has changed and I feel like my generation is super sex positive and oh, we're yeah. no longer just like trying to shame women, you know? So I like that. I like that about her costumes. I like that she can be sexy, smart, and super freaking strong. Yeah. That's I true. like that too. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I'm the game dude. I'm, because I'm her the, look love... actually changed with Arkham yeah. Asylum. And, and then Terry, you came in for Arkham City, Origins, and Night. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about the skeletons of this. How, because you know, in games, you ha- it's it's a lot different than just a straight narrative script. You're doing all these potential side, you know, mm-hmm. comments, especially like if a player chooses to ask a million questions. Is, is that a different pro- process or is it just a longer session? Well, when you're doing a series, you're with typically the other actors, so you're playing off each other, mm-hmm. which I prefer to do because it's more fun. Like yeah. if someone says, we gotta go, you might go, okay. If mm-hmm. someone, you know, you're responding, you're listening as the actor. So when you're doing a video game, you're all by yourself and you have to like imagine what the other people are saying. And in video games, you have to and you have to act out all the different scenarios that could happen. So yes, it's a lot more work. It's a lot more dialogue. Like if, if it's almost like a choose your own adventure book, like you have to record every which yeah. way that could end, right? And a lot of times you're recording like the idle lines too, like, hello, I'm just sitting here. You want to <laughs> pick me to do something? boring like you you know you gotta there's so much to record and I think the obviously the most vocally taxing are the pain noises and the fighting noises they can be bad like (laughs) you know okay in this scene Harley's electrocuted okay in this scene she's falling off a cliff and dies and you know there's so many different things that you have to record and it's a lot it's a lot for sure but it's it I don't know why with Harley it's just never a chore like I always feel so grateful to be in those shoes oh that's awesome I did want to say because her costume changed with these games, but then also with Suicide Squad, which I saw you dress up as. Um, do you have a favorite costume of hers? Ooh. I think the first game is still my favorite that I did. And I remember um, being at Comic-Con and seeing like a building of her in the new outfit and going, holy crap. I don't know if we can swear on this show. So. They'll um, bleep you. Okay. <laughs> holy crap. Like. Harley in full, she's a building, like she's huge, like wow, and she's so hot and sexy and strong, and I was like, I don't know, I that was my, that would have been my first choice for a, a Harley cosplay, but I ended up doing, I think, a different one the first time, which was so much fun, because normally at Comic-Con, I can't walk from my hotel to right. the con without people going, Tara Strong, Tara Strong, Tara but as Harley, I could go anywhere, because there's a million Harleys. yeah. And in fact, people wanted to take my picture because they liked the costume. And there was this one guy that's like, can I take your picture? Harley's my favorite. And then there's like 13 I've taken today. And I said, okay, Puddin', but am I your favorite? And he goes, 
I don't know. I've seen a lot of good ones. And, <laughs> like, I just, like, couldn't wait for that guy to go home and, like, make his iPhone just a little bigger. And it was so much fun to do that. I, I had the best time. <laughs> that would be funny if he uploads it. It's, like, facial recognition Tara Strong, yeah. like, on there. <laughs> there was another. There was, like, a family that just happened. You know, I love cosplay families. It's the cutest thing ever when they're all in costume. And, like, the mom was Batgirl. The daughter was Raven. The boy was Ben 10. The other daughter was... Harley and I was with a director friend of mine and the mom said will you take a picture with my daughter she's dressed as Harley and I said sure and then they're like actually let's do a family photo and I said okay and I'm standing next to Raven and I go do you know do you know who I am and she's like I know who I am and I go okay whatever (laughs) and she's like yeah, whatever. Like, they didn't know, right? And then my director goes, you know she voices all of you, right? She's like, she's your whole family, right? And they were like, oh my God. <laughs> Second, they were like, it's just, but cosplay is so fun. It so is. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I always love, I liked seeing when um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe was like Spider, I think he walked around yeah. as Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but since he had a mask on, nobody no knew. No one knew, yeah. That's the greatest. My, it's so much fun. My favorite is uh, one, you're like Blake Anderson from Workaholics, was mm-hmm. he just he wanted to go in and buy stuff and he just put on a Wolverine mask yeah and it and like I was like but I could still see your hair but I was like yeah but I only know because I know it's you anyone else is like who's that weird hair Wolverine but it's guy? so fun to just walk around the con incognito and be able to go anywhere and do anything it's fun if yeah, I was gonna say we have to uh take another break so oh, okay. I think that we can take a break and then wrap up with the future of Harley and yeah, and and and, and, and you know it's it's going to be a new segment I call the gush session, uh, and we'll go there. <laughs> that sounds not yeah, good. You know, let's just go <laughs> to <laughs> break. <laughs> That doesn't sound good. It'll make sense. (laughs) It'll make sense when we get to it. Okay. We'll see you after the break. (laughs) Wait, is that you're going to a break? Yeah. What did you want to do? I don't know. Just say, hey, so we'll uh, we'll get into, you know, the movies, the future of Harley Quinn and (laughs) wrap up and that's (laughs) whatever. Or we could keep that. We're going to keep in all of that. We'll see y'all after the break. (laughs) That's great. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. And we're back. And before we move on to current Harley, I just wanted to touch on, for those of you that are kind of thinking of where to start with her, obviously the animated series, um, which Terry was saying, still holds up so beautifully. I feel like you could honestly freeze frame any part of that show and like make it a poster. It's so pretty. Um, but another thing is her, uh, she also appears, Harley appears in the 1994 graphic novel, The Batman Adventures Mad Love, and that recounts a lot of her origin story um, and also her, you know, her love with Joker, that relationship. You can see all of that in Mad Love. I actually just bought it. I'm really excited. Ooh. I was listening to a podcast of people talking about it, and it sounds amazing. So uh, pick that up. And yeah, so now we have uh, Harley in Suicide Squad. She also is going to be in Birds of Prey. My fans went ape when they found out I wasn't playing her on camera. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I'm like, dudes, I go on Twitter. I'm like, Margot Robbie's the hottest chick ever. <laughs> and she's a stunningly amazing actress. Um, she's also a lot younger than me. I mean, not that much younger, but like, <laughs> like let her shine, yeah. you know, yeah. and she she's a star. Like I if. I'd pick her to play Harley. Like, great. You know? I understand that, but I would like a Tara Harley Quinn. I see You know it what here. I've I said love. a million times, which I think would be really fun? Mm-hmm. I think they should put me, Hemel, and Conroy like in a booth oh at a diner, gosh. like how you know Stan Lee yes. does his yeah. little thing. I think we need a little cameo. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think so. <laughs> oh, that'd be so dope. Wouldn't the fans go nuts? Yeah, totally, <sighs> totally. So I was fun. reading. I thought I read somewhere though that you vo- you did like a little thing of Harley for Arrow. Yeah. Okay, so that was like her, because people didn't really get to see her, right? People went nuts (laughs) because they knew right away it was my voice. And I was like, you guys should put me on the show. The fans would really like that. But anyway, it was just that one little one-off, but that was fun. Um, Everybody write. (laughs) Everybody tweet. Make this happen. Tara for Arrow. Hashtag Tara, the number four. Maybe they could do like, you know, Harley's a mom and she has teenage boys or something. Like, mom Harley. Of course. What does Harley as a mom do? Like, she still likes to dress up and look hot, but then in the morning she makes oatmeal. Like... You know, maybe she kicks ass at night, (laughs) but during the day she goes to PTA meetings. Oh my gosh, that would make a lot of sense. (laughs) That that would be such a cool run. Mom Harley! (laughs) You know, at home she's like, everyone have their breakfast? Then she's like, bye! (laughs) Time to kick some booty! Maybe, you know, there's two, I don't know. You guys can totally pitch that, steal it, it's fine. Just put me in an episode. I got it. Yeah, I know. Let's Let's get to cracking. (laughs) I did want to say... in Suicide Squad, I did like the fact that um, Harley was, you know, she still had her hopes and dreams when she was in love with Joker. They had yeah. that La La Land sequence of her, like, with a baby. And yeah. I love that fact that, like, what Tara was saying, that she's fully fleshed out. You know, she's not a one-dimensional villain. She's a, a woman that had dreams of her own. She's someone that has this love interest. She then, like we said, moves from a follower to a leader. She is a, she's a one-woman show. Yeah. If he is this where you wanted to do your gush session before yeah. we let Tara clock uh, yeah. out? Gush session. 
like I want to individually just go down IMDb and thank you for each individually, like you know, Benton, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, it really Inspector could. Gadget. <laughs> well, we're, well, we have two more hours, right? Oh um, wait, I do want to I do want to tell Taro. So we had um, Arise Wanzer, who's a transgender uh, actress and supermodel, come on, and she did our My Little Pony episode, mm-hmm. and she was talking about how much your show, the new animated uh, show, has affected her life. I hear that. And a it's lot. so, yeah. And we went over the history of it and cutie marks and like just yeah. representation and what it means to people. But that it is just, she was really funny. She was like, you know, anytime I'm feeling bad and I can see a rainbow coming out of a pony's butt, it makes me feel. <laughs> no, no. I meet like the hottest army bronies that like paint Pinkie Pie on their tanks and sing the songs to get them through crap in Afghanistan. It's like, yes. what? Like, and they're like hot. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. There's something really magical about that show that people really identify with and the thing that I love about animation in general but certainly My Little Pony is that you can be from anywhere you're any color you're any age any background like everybody's friends and it's just like the inclusiveness of that show teaches such amazing lessons which we obviously need today and uh, and I, I love that transgender people like feel like, oh my God, I am relating to these characters. I love these shows because nobody is judged in these shows. Everybody's accepted and loved no matter what. Even the villains, right? Mm-hmm. Every Pretty much every villain on My Little Pony has become a good guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I just, I, I don't understand bullying or hatred of any kind. So the fact that I'm in a show that in particular, particularly in, is inclusive and welcoming of everyone is like, and when I meet these people at cons, it's like, you don't know what this show did for me. It saved my life. I was suicidal or I was whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. means the world to me. Yeah. And that's so dope. And I'm yeah. so happy you could do that. I got one question, another uh, just uh, r- random question. Are you able to pull any character people come up and go, I loved you in this blank character. Are you able to just like, okay, here it is. Yep. I know you want to ask for one. I don't have one in mind. I was just looking and I was like, man, what if somebody like came through and was like, Talia and the Animal Crackers. (laughs) I actually can do that one. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Animal Crackers, by the way, is the most beautiful movie ever. And it hasn't come out yet because there's been some problems with the distribution. But she talks like this. She's a beautiful girl. And it would be great to see this movie come out. So perfect. I was very perfect in this movie, yes. I just mean in general, but okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything you'd like to plug yeah. or ha- let people know where to find you? You can find me on all my social media at Tara Strong. And just, I mean, I, I have some fun stuff coming up that I would get fired if I told you about. Okay. But, yeah. um, Don't worry, it's on your IMDb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says post-production. I, I think yeah. the only new thing I'd love people to check out is the new Rocky and Bullwinkle because it's hard to catch it. It's on Amazon Prime, so people don't know where to yeah. find it. But this season in particular is so funny. We have Weird Al and all kinds of great guests on it. It's a really, really funny, great show. Oh, man. Um, and the new DC Girls show that I'm doing with Laura yes. Faust yeah, is brilliant. So and to play Batgirl and Harley, oh, by so the way, bad. back to back is so much fun and yeah. and Lauren is such a genius I do think she's the reason Pony's such a success her yeah. brain just right. works a different way yeah. so getting to play both those characters it's funny initially she said to me I have some good news and some bad news the good news is I want you to be Batgirl great because anytime I look at a script and see Batgirl my heart's like so happy so the bad news is you can't be Harley I said, oh, why? <laughs> and she said, because I want Batgirl to live in Harleyland. I want Batgirl hyper and crazy and 
you know, she has no attention span and she's all over the place and I'm just worried it's going to be too close to Harley. And as, you know, I had to kind of say I understand, but because I've played so many iterations of Harley, I said, do me a favor, bring me in and we'll do Batgirl and then let me do five or six different Harleys beside it and see Mm -hmm. if we can still pull it off. And so we do the Batgirl, we set her voice, which is higher than any Batgirl I've done because she's crazy, crazy town. And then we start playing around with Harley, and I ho- sort of had this inspiration to make her a little Brittany Murphy-ish. And, like, that kind of clicked into her. And so they they heard that, and they were like, okay, no more auditions. <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> and so to play them both back-to-back and yet another version of Harley was so fun. So check that show out, too, and it's totally different and fun. Oh, that sounds so fun and exciting. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know me. It's your boy, Ify Wadiway, I-F-Y-N-W-A-D-I-W-E on Twitter and Instagram, Ifds on Twitch. Speaking of which, after you get that Amazon Prime and watch all of yes. that go through, make sure you go ahead and connect it to your Twitch and give me them Twitch Prime <laughs> subs. Y'all been coming through watching me play video games, and I love it. A lot of times y'all talk about what we talked about on here, and we keep the conversation going. I like that. You like that. We all like that. Also, come to the Discord, Salt Squad. Uh, discord.gg forward slash salt squad and just uh you know keep pumping uh you know and you, you stay 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 watching them stories you never know when a thirst trap coming through gosh you look, same a for lot me, of people people been hitting me up saying you slowing down on thirst traps I was like well i gotta keep it surprising <laughs> i mean true true uh i'm at ms denny fernandez and all the socials i Wrote in a book called The Good Immigrant Ooh. that drops here in the U.S. February Yay. 19th. February 19th. It's a collection of essays from actors and writers of color. I was super honored to be asked to be a part of these very talented people. Uh, so, yeah, pick it up uh, or pre-order it. You can pre-order on Amazon. It's coming out. Tight. Yeah. All right. Well. Tight. <laughs> you know, uh, we, we usually do this and we might as well keep it going. So, at the end of the show, we say, stay nerdy. Uh, And you know, I guess since it's the Harley episode, can we get a Harley Quinn saying, stay nerdy? Stay nerdy, puddins! Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! 
<laughs> Ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.